What's up, podcast listeners? It's Casey Vegas and Orwell Nation here with another episode of New Mexico Talking. I hope everyone is getting ready for the holidays. It's coming up quick. I also want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our nonsense. We have some good topics coming up, along with our own thoughts of maybe movies, music, games, or really anything that happens to come up. Please, please, please like, comment, and share the cast. Tell us what your thoughts are, good or bad. We really want to know. Please, please. Oh, and another thing. If you'd be interested in joining one of the talks, well, guess what? We are in the business. Oh, we gotta, I messed it up. We got to restart it. Hey, I like it. What do you guys think? That we're working on that for an entrance. What? No, don't, no, mess it up. Finish it up. Guess what? We're in the business of saying yes. Just reach out to us. We'll have a sit down. Now, hope, now I hope y'all enjoy. We're in the business of saying yes. I like that. Yeah, I wrote it down way different. Yeah, we're, we're looking at having some guests on here uh, moving forwards, but that's gonna that's gonna be our new mantra, our, our new opening. So, uh, um, any sort of feedback that we could get on whether or not you guys like it, I think it's super informative, and that's my first time actually hearing that. So, well done, Casey. I think it's pretty good. But, anyways, like he said, we got a fun podcast for you guys coming up. Thank you for listening. Alrighty, guys, we're back. Uh, it is December sixth. Uh, it's been a couple days since our last podcast, and we're going to start things off a little interesting today. I got this book called "Is This It," and we're going to read an excerpt, actually the opening uh, prologue, you might say. And this is by Rachel Jones. Um, we've Bailey and I we started this book. Oh gosh, it was about a year ago, and we never finished it all the way. But anyways, I was I was going to land it to. Uh, my friend, actually, give it to my friend Casey here. But I thought it'd be fun. I was reading through the uh, opening again uh, when it came, and there's this uh, there's this um, uh, uh, questionnaire at the beginning, and I thought it'd be fun to ask Casey, and he can make tally of these points. All right. So, anyways, this book is. Do you uh, have to write anything down? Mm, you know what I mean? We don't write the book. Yeah, you'll have to take tally of points. So, anyways, this is the beginning, and this is this is not a self help book, but this is kind of. Um, trying to help you come to terms not come to terms that sounds very dark but this is this this book is is um trying to help you with some of your feelings um whether or not it's confidence or um just self-worth and so anyways this book is third uh, the the section that we're going to read is 31 reasons you might need this book like i said this is called is this it by rachel jones uh, all right, so this is a true or false. Score one point for every true answer. All right, number one, you frequently find yourself asking, "What should I do with my life?" Oh, I'm gonna have to say false. False? Oh my false. gosh! All right, I don't really, I don't really question that. You know, just because the the content I've been intaking. You know. Okay, <clears throat> this is gonna be a good in depth dive into who Casey Vegas is. This is good. watching personal. Should I explain my answer yeah. when I give you know give the yeah, answer? Yeah, a little bit. Or yeah. Are just gonna move to the next question? Well, if it's a short answer and doesn't need explanation, we'll All move right. on. All right, sounds good. All right, watching sitcoms for your ad from your adolescence on Netflix makes everything feel better. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I do watch that '70s show all the time. Still, is it from your adolescence? Kind of. I'm, no, I don't. No, I don't. Really. From, not from the adolescence. I'm going to say false on but that. But does it make you feel good? 
Well, it does say from your adolescence, so if it's not from your adolescence, no. All right, so you're over yeah, two. I don't think Number three, say no. you still keep loads of stuff in the house you grew up in. No, that's not me. No. No. Over <laughs> no. three? Number four, you still keep loads of stuff in the house you grew up in because you still lived there. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been no for like six years. Thank you. Uh, you wonder whether you've really got any friends. Oh, that's a yes. That's I, a yes. I Score wonder. it. Score it. We got you know one. What I mean, like, I really question that because they I'm seem hurt. to disappear. Per, I'm personally well, not hurt. you. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, you know, so like, I'm not really a friend. A I'm large just, like, an acquaintance. I see the way it is. Dagger to the heart. Oh, we're brothers. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there we go. Come on now. Yeah, but my brothers are my friends. You feel out of place at church because everyone else seems to have kids, a perm, or a teddy bear <laughs> because they're either a parent, a pensioner, or four years old. Oh, I don't go to church too often, but I'm going to go ahead and vote yes, just because it does. That could be life. Yeah. Any social circle. Number seven, you dread family occasions because relatives will ask you what you're doing with your life. Oh, you know what, dude? This next trip that we got coming up, we're going to Vegas. December 20th, and we're coming back to the end of the month. That's I needed to get that date from you because I'm driving you guys. Yeah. (laughs) I totally forgot. Okay, yeah. Um... It's going to be interesting because we're going to meet some family members out there, and this will be the true test because we got the boy, you know, yeah. and this will be the true test. I'm going to go ahead and say no, just because some people haven't questioned me on that, but I feel like this next trip, like, if you ask me this question here in a couple of weeks, yeah. it's going to change. Okay, we'll, we'll come, we'll revisit It'll this one. be interesting. Long. Number eight, your life was definitely better when you were a teenager. <laughs> a better because I was free back then, but I'm gonna say no. No, life's better now. Okay, that's a life's good one. Better now. You suspect that quitting everything and going traveling might just solve all your problems. Ooh, <laughs> I have thought that just leaving myself. Score it! Score it! I have had that thought once or twice. We're up to three. No, number ten. Social media leaves you with the miserable suspicion that most of your friends have more fun. A better relationship, more money, a better house, more friends than you do. One point for each. So let's see. Yeah, miserable suspicion that most of your friends have more fun. Do you think most of your friends? I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm more fun than A better relationship. Maybe. Score that. Maybe. More money. Oh, for sure. Score that. like a half, but yes, I guess. Uh, Number, uh, a better house. Yeah, I guess. And then more friends than you do. Yeah, for sure. Dang, that was killer. Number 11, you've ended up in a job that has absolutely nothing to do with what you dreamed of doing when you were 6 or 11 or mm. 16. Naturally, yeah. I mean. Score it. You don't know how to do grown-up things like defrosting, a freezer, or paying your bills without looking it up on the internet or calling a real adult. I think I can. <laughs> yeah, I think you're pretty confident. I can handle that out here. Number 13, you suspect your mother is a little bit sad that you're not married by now. Well, you are married, so we can't say that. Okay, can we change that question? Does she feel sad that I'm not living with her? <laughs> she wants me to go move out there in South Carolina. That's so we need to revisit these that. opening questions <clears throat> of living in with your parents, right? She, well, she would love me. <laughs> hey, you know what? That, that, that we should revise that question because, I yeah, me moving, I'm going to end up living with my dad, so. Yeah, but I don't think they're saying that anything about that. It's just that you, like, never moved out, which you did. Yeah. Moving back in, that's, that's not true. a... You're a bit sad that you're not married by now. Can't do that one. You are married, and you're still a bit sad right now. Ooh. I'm gonna go Score, that Score that one. 
You're worried that everyone at work will find out that you're secretly terrible at it. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. I, think I have that feeling sometimes. I think everybody already thinks I'm terrible. I'm going to vote it. No, well, I know that's not true. But number 17, buy a house with what money? I've already tried doing that and I failed. Score it. Damn. You worry that you've got God's plan for your life wrong. I'm going to say no. You worry that God's got his plan for your life wrong. No, I think, nah. Looking closely in the mirror is an increasingly distressing experience. <laughs> oh, gosh, you're calling you ugly if no. you say yes. I can't. I can't love that. I get distracted in the mirror. <laughs> what a ham. Looking, uh, you really like a job. No, wait, you'd really like a job that you find more fulfilling, but you've got no idea what that would be. Uh, I'm going to vote yes on that. Score it. Score that. You sometimes quietly wonder if you should give up on God. Nah, I don't think my beliefs pertain to that question. We're going to pass that one. Number 23, you're just a bit bored of life. Ooh, I am bored right now of life. Oh, gosh. He's podcasting with me. Gosh. That hurts. This is definitely the most exciting part of my life right now. For sure. 24, the way you wander aimlessly around Aldi or Walmart wondering what to have for dinner is a metaphor for your complete inability to make decisions about anything. Is this the last question? Because that was deep. That hurt. (laughs) No, we have one. Uh, We got seven more. That hurt. Sometimes. I don't know what to cook. Is that what it's Score it! Is that what it's asking? Are you a good cook? <laughs> nah, decision making. I'm usually good at decision making. But I'm going to go ahead and score that one. Because I've, everyone done, that. I've else, done that once or twice. Everyone else seems to be having babies, and you wonder how you got to this stage of life so quickly. No, I got a baby. No, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm yeah. on that side. I'm yeah. like, wait, everyone's having babies. <laughs> Number 26. You didn't expect that being an adult would involve this much life administration. Administration? Dude, living life is hard. It is. I, I, think, I don't think anybody could not score that question. Number 27. Your back hurts. Nah, my back is strong. As Why are you well. scoring that? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you just said no, and you're like, at it. 28. Your bank account is like a black hole. No matter how much you earn or how little you spend, there's never much left at the end of the month. Nah, I'm set. I'm good. We'll ask him. It doesn't go up, but it also doesn't go down. There's a certain amount in there. Yeah, it's kind of like wine. You catch yourself talking about the pros and cons of various household appliances with your friends and then saying, when did we get this old? No, not with that. Dude, I was talking with somebody about Kleenex. Yeah. And how Kleenex is a waste of money because of the damage it does to your nose and everything. Because you always, like, rub your nose raw and everything. And the spreading of germs. Okay, I got another topic. And I was like, wait, is this boring? I got another topic for our podcast. So, Kleenex Kleenex talk. What are you talking about? Kleenex talk. It's the next topic. All right, we got two more questions left. 30. You find yourself asking, is this it? Like I'm 30 years old? No, 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 no. That's the 30th question. Is this it? Man, sometimes you kind of have to ask yourself, is this it? Score it. I think so too. Like that's another one of those questions. Is like interesting. You can you can really have it all because you like you listen to the songs or listen to people that are really famous, and they're usually um, like I know in music they're usually on medication. Like I'm just logic's coming to mind. A lot of his songs, he's like, you don't want this. 
Like, you don't want to like be as famous. Fame. Like, I wanted to be as famous. Like, and that's what we all dream about, like, being mm-hmm. a celebrity, being yeah. famous. Maybe not everyone, but the majority of us, like, being set for life, doing what you want to do. Like, that sounds cool. But everyone that's gotten to that point has told us that it's... Not worth it. No yeah, it's, it's damaging on you. I got an interesting... So I think no matter how small you are or how big you are, you're always going to be like, is this it? Like, you can be so happy and you can be surrounded by anything and everything that's good. And we will still find a way to complain and feel unfulfilled ask that question again number 30 you find yourself asking is this it i think when when that question gets asked i think about like mindsets in which mood are you in because i feel like sometimes if i'm in a really shitty mood or i'm like i'm in a really bad negative mindset i that's a question you know you may find yourself asking but if for some reason you're like in a very good mindset very good mood that question doesn't seem to stray within the mind you know so I yeah. think I think it all depends on where you are as far as mindset goes and how happy you are. Because if you're not happy, I bet you can ask that question all the time, right? I bet there's a lot of famous people that are famous and they like Gary Vee, he's he embraces it, you know, in a very positive way. While a lot of other celebrities they can, you know, ask themselves, Is this it? you know? Yeah, like it, well I mean, see it that's on how you take it. Like one of my favorite books of all time is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F Word. Mm. And in that book he's like well he he goes a little bit more uh aggressively mm-hmm. towards the uh, self-help people and like positive mindset. Yeah. And he's like you're not happy if you're standing in a mirror forcing yourself to say I'm happy. Like that's that's what he he basically strips it down and tells you that you're probably average. And you shouldn't really dream, like, you really shouldn't think you have to have done all this stuff or, or accomplish this. He's like, you might just be average. And that really opened my mind because, you know, every mom and dad, they're like, oh, my kid could be the president of the United States. And he's just like, nope, your kid's not going to be the president of the United States. <laughs> no, guess what, Susan? He's like, yeah, your kid might just be average. But anyways, that's a subtle art of not giving a F word. And it is, that, I, I really like that book. Because um, the way... Uh, he writes is very easy to understand. Yeah. Like sometimes it's a challenge to read certain authors. Like one of my, another one of my favorite authors is G.A. Henty. He writes, he writes historical fiction and he is, uh, you have to be aware of vocabulary and grammar composition when reading his stuff. Cause there are some sentences you're like, wait, what did I read? Yeah. And you have to go back. But, um, last question, 31, you're a parent to someone. wait, you're a parent to someone who would answer true to a lot of those questions, and you thought they'd have grown up by now, and you're not quite sure where things got stuck. So, no, that doesn't apply to any of us, because Paxson's not old enough to be asking, is this to, it? I wonder if that question is just trying to make you open up your mind to the other side, instead of being asked the question, and maybe yeah. asking the question. Yeah, well, you could also, like, this book is supposed to be kind of, like, helping you with that is this it question. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have it, it's supposed to be helping with your mindset in that sense. So whether or not it's somebody like you or me that we might be asking, like, like, you know, we're both married and and we have steady jobs, like, is this life? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, or you could be a parent who's, like, got a kid who's struggling with this and you're like... I need to get them out of the house. You know, like that 35-year-old gamer that's still in the basement stereotype. So that's what I think that question's about. But anyway, all right, so let's tell you this up. So if you have 20-plus points, let's, let's see how many you have. You I have 16. 16. So if you had 20-plus points, you really need this book. You've reached the age that you thought you'd have life figured out, and you're disappointed to find out that you don't. Welcome to the club.
this book is aimed right at you. If you have 10 to 20 points, so this is my man Casey's bracket here, you need this book. So you don't really need this book, but you need this book. And it says, you're doing an okay job at keeping it together as a fully functioning grown-up. Some days you even do your own laundry and eat the recommended number of fruit and vegetable portions. Other days you lie in your bed with your duvet over your head when the alarm goes, when the alarm goes, asking, why? <laughs> you need to read this book. And then you don't care about the one, we don't care about the one through nine. Let me because get that, that though, what is it, right. what is it? One through nine points. You kind of need this book. Well, okay. You seem to be more or less keeping it together, but now you've got this far and you might as well carry on reading. Or maybe you're a student and you still have the most of the day ahead of you. In which case, read this book to prepare you for the day. You find yourself wailing down the phone to an upsetting friend or relative. What am I meant to be doing with my life? So, does this book have a lot of God references? Like a lot of Bible references? It does. Or is it more... Okay. It does, because from a Christian's mindset, uh, that's what everything should revolve around. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, that, so anyways, that that took 15 minutes, maybe too long, but that anyways. Good. That was good content. Anyways, yeah, I think we got to talk about it a little bit there, and we definitely got to know Casey Vegas a lot more. That's interesting. Yeah. I still have my turtle shell up, but now you're completely exposed and vulnerable. <sighs> Everybody knows the inner workings. Still got a hard skin, though. Don't zip that up. We need. So when you, how many points did you score when you asked this question to yourself? I think I was just around you. I was like in that. The social media one is messed up because it was like that's almost not fair because there's a lot of people that have less than you and there's a lot of people that have more than you. So if really yeah, find the gray line, I just went ahead and went with the yes. But still. well, it's certain days because I have this one friend, not friend. He's an acquaintance, and he's a filmmaker. And he is now writing for Sony Pictures. Nice. So he's like way up there. And he's nice. 26. He's two years older than me. And he went to, I don't even think he went to USC. I think he started at USC. He filmed this one documentary overseas and it blew up, not only in the Christian community, but everywhere. Everywhere. And now he's an actual writer and content creator for Sony Pictures. It's awesome. So I look at something like him, and some days I'm inspired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this guy did it. Yeah. This guy did it. Like, I've met this guy. Like, he's no... Like, I mean, he's a special guy, but, like, he like when you meet somebody that's gotten to that point, it seems more attainable, as opposed to just reading about it online. And uh, other days... I'll wake up and I'll scroll through and I'll see something from him and I'm like, gosh darn it, Like I, I'm envious that he's gotten to that point and I haven't. I have nobody to blame but myself. So it's a, it's this vicious cycle of just like, Nate, why are you lazy and why haven't you done this and this and this and this? Like, this guy has. And, and I think you just, that goes back to where I was talking about which mood are you in that day? Are you happier or are you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which mood are you in? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the mood, moods are huge, and sometimes it's like actual chemical imbalances mm-hmm. that you can't help. And then other times it, it really just the, the what? I, I said I feel sorry for the ladies; they have it the worst. <clears throat> what do you? Oh, what was that? Um, my love wants to get in on this. Do you want a chair, love? I'll sit somewhere else. Uh, that'll be another topic. Like, that's no excuse for girls to... They use that as an excuse all the time, though. Yeah, but that's not okay. Like, yeah. I use it as an excuse, but what does that do to Nate? That's not okay. Like, men have emo- uh, hormones, women have hormones. 
testosterone. Yeah. You know, it'd be a lot better if people could actually hear you better and you were sitting down here. You know what? Once you, you get can a just third join microphone. In. A third microphone? We got one for the three of us. <laughs> Alright, check it out. So with that talking, I want to talk about something. Okay. Doing Disappearing December. Already did it. Started two days ago. Oh, nice transition there. I see that. Yes, off social media for 30 days. Okay, so where did you see this? Where, where's the origin? At least um, for you. I got it from the big fan over here. Got it from Gary V. He, he, I don't know where he came up with it. Keep the name dropping, Gary V. I know, it's insane. Kind of I think you just want to marry that guy. I would love to talk with him. He's a big interviewer, so in every podcast I listen to, it's basically him getting interviewed, so... It's interesting, but this is kind of where yes. it came from. Disappearing December. Yes. Are you still going to do that? I'm not. No. But it is absolutely something I've thought about. And the reason I put it out publicly was, A, I was thinking about it, and B, it might work for somebody. Disappearing December. Especially, on social media. Especially at Christmas time as well, on Christmas Day. I actually think it's the hardest month to go off. Yeah, Because of the holidays, the pictures, the trips, so, like, yeah, exactly. I actually think it's, which is why I think it's an interesting one. Yeah. You know, and it's very, it's a difficult. Disappearing. You know, yeah. I'm, if I was like, see a September, people are like, all right, yeah, I can do that. You know, I can do that. But disappearing December is like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, last one here. So that's kind of messed up for him to be a preacher, but not follow well, his the, own teaching. It's it, he didn't tell anybody to do it. He just threw like the idea out there. Now check it out. I love this idea myself. Okay, I'm on Instagram all the time scrolling through it multiple times a day mm-hmm. you know you get bored you just hop on the social media in general a lot of people do it with Facebook yeah. any kind of social media so I notice it and I see it you know social media is addicting just like a lot of other things in this world you know someone has any sort of addicting personality you get sucked right in right so mm-hmm. I've noticed that and I've seen it he talked about it a couple months ago I was like you know what it'd be a great idea to basically purge you know what I mean yeah. self health and that's what I'm going to try for this month every time you know there'll be a time where I would want to get on Instagram so there's multiple times where I like especially I noticed it these past two mornings I'll get up and I'll be laying down and I'll open up the phone and my thumb automatically wants to go to, to the top right because that's where my Instagram icon yeah. is and it's not there no more because uh-huh. I literally took it away from me <clears throat> literally deleted it so it wouldn't even I didn't even have the option unless I re-download it uh-huh. so it's like it, it, I'm about to get on social media and then I don't and I stop and then I, I'm going to do something else. First off, I'm going to read this book that she just got me. Thank you for getting it for me. No, oh, you're welcome. I'm read this. <clears throat> Another Anti-grade. thing is I'm really going to really put in forth the motion of really exercising more. You know what I mean? Every time I scroll through Instagram, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get on the floor, do a planche lean, get on the bar, do a tuck front lever. Replacement. Replace it. You know what See, I mean? See, you're not just... Easily a- replace it. Yeah. So I'm going to use this time to purge the the... The the content consumption is what we've been doing, right? How many people in this world, how many times do you guys consume the content, but we want to be content creators and we're not creating the content, right? We, you know, we're, we don't know what to put out there, right? I'm using this month to really figure it out, using this podcast as a number one, using the fitness, really trying to get stronger. That way when 2020 hits in January, I'm going to have some content developed, have it be really good really figure out where i want to go and i kind of already know where i want to go just by developing it you see the videos i don't know if bailey showed you every once in a while if i drop it whether it's the video games fitness now this broadcasting stuff's taking off 
really going to work on developing more uh-huh. instead of consuming more. Yeah. Consume less, develop more. That's what I'm going to try to do throughout December. And like he was talking about, it's hard because the holidays, everybody's on it, you know. When you're at work, if there's like downtime, everybody's on their phone and Instagram, you know. I noticed these past two days, I'm like kind of sitting there kind of not knowing. Like it's the first time I'm at yeah. a break or lunch and I'm not you have that scrolling void. through my phone. You mm-hmm. know? That's why I like to carry a book around, blah, blah, blah. So purging of social media disappearing december you've kind of already done it you're not you're not really on social media huh no no i got rid of instagram about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and then facebook i keep killing it and then opening it up because the issue for me is i used facebook a lot of my friends would post news articles yeah and it was news that was geared towards me like i was part of a uh, box office tracking group because i've been tracking box office since 2011 it's it's a severe hobby of mine and we formed some friends like we formed this admin page on facebook where just a bunch of us nerding out as a private group and we would just send each other movie articles movie trailers um breakdowns for the dailies um like how much money like it, it was just really interesting so as much as i hate facebook i do like i i have no way of collecting that sort of data by myself unless I actually scour the internet. So I'm spending more time on my phone trying to do that as opposed to Facebook. So I, do, I currently do not have Facebook. I I will go like four months without it and then I'll have three months with it and then I'll just kill it again. But then I just got Snapchat back two weeks ago, but I only have like 13 friends on there. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like it's an actual time-consuming thing. Yeah, like it conversation. takes me like two minutes. So yeah, I mostly got it last time just because I wanted to like I think we talked about it, I just wanted to see Bailey's face instead of getting text from her mm-hmm. like I can get a text with a mugshot of that gorgeous individual so um, that's why I got that back but yeah for the most part I'm, I'm social media free and uh, Philip DeFranco um, he's a guy that I listen to and he, he does that a lot where he'll just do a social media purge and he doesn't do Twitter or Facebook or Instagram um and he'll just shut it down for like two weeks or something. And he does that. I think he does that on a healthy rotation mm-hmm. because social media is not bad. Like, especially in his position where he's a content creator, like he has to have it, you know, he has to be putting stuff out there and also getting inspired and inviting people onto his show and, and all this stuff. So, um, social media itself is not bad, but definitely exactly what you're talking about is like, if you're just a consumer, how do you, how do you expect like for people like us who want to actually be, um, uh, creators mm-hmm. like if you're just consuming all the time you'll never be a creator a um, people don't have that drive to be creators you know what I mean <clears throat> yeah yeah so, it's the only reason why I'm doing it and if everybody was creators yeah, there would be no consumers so yeah, I don't recommend we need for both everybody to do it you know what I mean but if you are called like I remember um, we saw I think it was like it was a year and a half ago. Um, Billy Boyd, he's an actor. He played Peregrine Took inside the Lord of the Rings series. Oh. Um, he came to a city near us about an hour away, and I went to go see him. And he was talking about the fact that um, people just consume, mm-hmm. and they make up excuses like, oh, I don't have this equipment. Yes. Oh, I can't get yes. the quality that I want. And he's like, guess what? You'll never get the quality you want unless you actually start making something. 100%. And, and he was he was talking about music and he was like, guys, you know, the, I, I grew up in the 80s, you know, 70s and 80s where all the recording equipment was expensive for music. Mm-hmm. He's like, it was so expensive. It was like a computer at that time. If you had it, you were rich. You were balling. 
and uh, he was like, nowadays you have an app that'll record music for you. That like that'll walk you through. That'll give you tutorials. And he's like, put something out. It might not be, you know, the stuff that Ed Sheeran or Taylor Swift is putting out. The quality of it. But he's like, you're putting something out, and uh, that'll not only it gives you confidence. It, it gives you confidence instead of just sitting and complaining and making excuses. I was listening to a podcast earlier, and it was funny because they were. It was like the similar topic of how easy it is in life to start something like they were saying how this generation these past five years we've been so so big as a community and as a as like america and really how the internet has exploded it's the easiest way to just jump on social media and build a brand Uh build a business and it was it's so big that where was I going with this? They were saying, like, if you're trying to do it and you can't do it right now, you, there's no way you'll be able to do it. Because <clears throat> if it's the easiest right now, in the future, whenever it does come to a crash or something to where it is harder to navigate through that this world, you're going you're gonna to fail miserably, you know? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I, d- I feel that whenever I'm productive, like, as much as I like watching movies, as much as I like playing video games yeah. as much as i like just chilling and 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 doing nothing like honestly just being lazy as much as as fun as that is i am so much happier when i'm productive mm-hmm. yeah definitely like when i hit the gym i feel great when i read an article about story uh, screenplay writing i feel great yeah like when i'm at, when my mind is actually clicking and working I, I can speak for myself that it's just the the best thing in the world. And that's why I like the idea of being a creator is just that productivity mm-hmm. and not being idle with your time. Always, always punching something out, always trying something new. And I think I mentioned it before, but that Robert Rodriguez episode of The Chef Show, like this guy's a movie director and he knows how to cook really well. He knows how to edit his own movie, which directors don't do. He knows how to produce music, which a lot of directors don't know how to do. And he's written books. Um, I mean, this guy, he's so talented. He he knows how to play different instruments. And he never wants to settle. Oh, he he can draw really well, too. Really good artist. And I mean, he's just, there's so much that he can do. And I'm like, hey, I want to do that. And so what's the best thing to do is do it. Yeah. So then here's my question to you. Check it out. So we're getting the, you know, we're obviously getting our vocals right here. Uh-huh. You're starting to get the equipment for creating content. You know, what do you, what's your main plan on using the drone for? What do you want to do as far as like making movies or even if you're starting off making clips? Like, what do you want to do? What's the first thing you want to do with that drone? Well, uh, the, first? the first thing I want to do is tomorrow take it to the park and figure out. Second of all, I want to go to the police station and figure out the city ordinances, like basically just the, mm-hmm. the rules of where I can fly it, where I can film, how high I can fly it. Um, and I want it directly from their mouth at the station, so I'll go there. And then uh, after that, I'm kind of I need to look into a lot of different things because I've never thought about um, having a s- upstart business, um, but doing a little side hustle because one thing that not only my dad, who runs um, a state museum in this town, but then also our bosses. Um, one of them's a city commissioner, and I'll hear from them how they have drone companies come in from Austin 
or or San Antonio or Houston or something, Phoenix to to um they'll they'll use them on certain projects whether or not it's like an overhead of of different like events mm-hmm. or for the what our boss was telling us the commissioner is that when they do a new build for construction sometimes they'll fly the drone through and then you can take like a facebook tour yeah so it can wow. build like hype but anyways there's companies and you just rent your drone out so this is a, a phantom pro 3 um, DJI, and uh, so it's not like the top of the line, but it still shoots 4K. And ho- I'm going to be looking at getting a workstation to to be able to edit some stuff in early 2020. And I was thinking, well, if I if I have a good portfolio and if I can show people, then why not just do like beat the uh, out of town guys and just be the local guy that does stuff like that? I, I don't know how Super much. Hustle. I don't know how much of that is is needed, but I'm sure they rent drone companies for the uh, uh, White Sands Balloon Festival. And so start with that. Try and make a little bit of money that way. But for the most part, um, my wife is going to be uh, really taking off with her fashion blogging. And so just different ways because everybody thinks of a drone as being like up in the air. Mm -hmm. But with these drones, they can have like tracking paths. So like if Bailey wants to be walking and talking, like I can be – moving the drone and like you don't even need a dolly or like a handheld rig for your camera like the drone is its own stabilizer and it can just follow her yep. like it can push or pull her where whatever you want on screen so there's stuff with that and then the the main 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 reason is i'm actually in the the early early stages of writing a film it's going to be this little campy horror movie and uh because i'm a huge fan of parables like in the bible jesus told stories through parables or no jesus parables jesus got his um basically it's a made-up story with a message for your audience so like if i was talking to you and you were like man you know i'm feeling really down in life and i would i would talk about this rose here and i'd be like well think about the rose you know this rose and i would tell the story about how this rose is feeling down and then how the rose got uplifted or changed his mindset that's a parable in a sense, um, very very loose. I know a lot of people are going to pick on me for that. Oh, um, I like that honestly. that definition, but that's that's like the the footnotes of what a parable is. And so Christ, when he taught people, a lot the majority of his teaching was parables. It was stories that were made up that had a point, so that his audience, the common folk or whoever it was, even the Pharisees, they could they're like, oh wait, mm-hmm. they, like he's talking to me. Like it was supposed to make people realize something, and so. Um, I want to tell a movie like that. I think most most filmmakers they have a um, tell a movie. Gosh, my grammar. I would like to write a story like that. I would like to film a movie like that. That's a lot better. But anyways, the uh, now that's another reason why I got the drone because if you have a drone, you can have your establishing shots. You can have um, you can. There's so much more that you can do with your camera on a low budget. Yeah, you know, you don't need these cranes. You don't need these 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 train <clears throat> these uh, these dollies or anything. The drone will do it for you, because everything else will probably be on like tripods and and handheld rigs. So it'll Gosh, be like next gen. As you were talking about all that, I had like pictures of myself because you know I like to make videos, and I was thinking about like the skateboarding, like how I could just follow you, you know, as you're doing a line, uh-huh. super smooth, yeah. you know. Thinking of different stuff like that. Yeah, no, it, I got I got a killer deal on Craigslist for That's it. Awesome. Um, it was literally like 75% off. It was ridiculous. And, uh, um, but anyways, that, that, that's mainly 
going to be the thing that I'm literally going to the park tomorrow, big old balloon park next door, and uh, I'm going to fly it around and. Wonder if Blue will chase it. You know, you fly low. Enough. I hope not. I'll <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll teach my dog a lesson. I'll be like, nope, you can't eat that thing. Here's a here's a bone. Go chase a squeaky toy. That's funny. Yeah, Blue is Blue is my blue nosed pit bull, and she's a sweetheart. She's about a year and a half old. But uh, anyways, yeah, that that that's my main focus because I know a lot of people are thinking about resolutions this time of the year, and they're not going to start their resolutions until the first. And I, our family, we've never done resolutions, ever, 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 and we're actually against them, because if you wait till a date, like a certain time, to to change your life, you're not that into it. What, like, if you're unhappy, like, if there's something you want to change, start it now. Start your change now. I mean, I I, I often quote Benjamin Franklin: "Do not put off um, today." No, do not put off till tomorrow what can be done today. And it's just, honestly, it's having that productivity. Like if you, if, if there's something in your heart that is stirring, whether or not it's religious, whether or not it's fighting laziness, whether or not it's career, relationship, whatever it is, why are you waiting till a certain date? Because I used to do that when I was younger growing up. I'd be like, well, next week, you know, I'll get a clean start on this. And I'm like, well, why don't I start that now? today like what is stopping me from actually running three miles on the treadmill now instead of starting next week when i'll be more rejuvenated and everything because guess what monday i might be just as lazy and i will put it off so if you're recognizing what is bugging you and if you don't have the answer do your research come to the best conclusion possible and then go that, that's that's Nate's wisdom, or Nate, what Nate has accumulated is actually not from me, but mindset. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that, and that's that's part of this podcast. I'm like, hey, you know, it's something that's super simple, and I will enjoy doing it. And especially when we get bring guests on, like it'll be so much fun just bouncing off people and having those conversations. And I love spending this time with you. I, this is going to get really campy here, but I like spending time with you. I like I like learning more about you. I like the technology and seeing the analytics of our viewers. I like um, the logo that Bailey's coming up with. Like it's just it's something artistic that is just it it makes me happy. Excellent, absolutely excellent. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the really cheesy. But I don't know. We're getting pretty far in our time here. I actually dominated that microphone for the last ten minutes. Are we I apologize. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think anywhere from thirty to forty minutes. I think like that's a good starting out. Like it keeps it shorter. Okay, I'm gonna conclude it with the um, word of the podcast. Okay, all right, all right. Word of the podcast is bravado. 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 Okay. Bravado. A bold manner or a show of boldness intended to impress or intimidate. Yo, with this podcast, we need to show a lot of bra- bravado. Confidence. Well, who are we we trying to impress? Everybody who listens. Who are we trying to intimidate? Oh, I'm trying to do... Maybe not intimidate, but I like to impress better. Yeah. Well, shall we end this with a lot of bravado? Bravado! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how do we we end this with a lot of... How do we impress our audience with this closing? I don't know. I just... I was hoping to impress him with a little bit of knowledge right there. That's all. Oh, there we go. There's your nugget. That's all I got. You can thank us later, everyone. You now know what bravado is. Bravado. So think about this. Whenever you hear this podcast, whether it's today, tomorrow, a week from now, a month, a year, whoever hears this, try and incorporate the word bravado into a sentence without sounding really stupid. Mm -hmm. 
Jeez. And I and I don't mean with your tone. I mean like don't say like Will. I'll see you guys later as I walk off with bravado. Genius. Genius. Is that our next word? It's just the conclusion. No. Oh. Alrighty, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Nate and Casey Vegas. Um, we're gonna sign off here. I hope you all have a wonderful. Well, it's an evening for us, but whatever time you listen to. But I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful time period, and uh, with much bravado. See, I just want to roll my R's. Bravado. 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 Like it sounds like a bravado. Oh yeah. I'm trying to find a good one, and I'm not finding one. Okay. Well, well, well. You better find a good one. You got three seconds. No, nope, that's the school bell. We gotta oh, go. All right, all right, everybody. All right, for the fourth time, we're like Peter Jackson here. We just can't end it. <laughs> um. Anyways, for for the fourth time, we will sign off and uh, wish you all a happy evening. Happy holidays. <laughs>